0: Hello guys welcome to upgrade with Nakul If apple हर upgrade महीने में अपने फोन अपग्रेड कर सकता है तो हम हर हफ्ते अपग्रेड क्यों नहीं हो सकते? the point of the show is we meet interesting people they give us their productivity hacks the technologies they use aur hum honge upgrade unke hi friends Welcome to another interesting episode of Upgrade with Nakul and I have my old professor from uh, MDI where I did my MBA with me. So he's not, he's he's not old, not he's a, a young
1: professor. professor.
0: <laughs> okay, a very young professor uh, who's a writer, he has written four books, uh, was a professor with MDI and also an in angel investor. So, this is going to be a very interesting ride. Welcome, Professor
1: Dhruv. Thanks, Nakul. It's always great fun to be with you. I have learned a lot from you and I am sure during these this one hour, one and a half hours, I learned even more from you. Thanks so much.
0: So, you being a teacher and an educator, how is COVID treated you? I know you are a professor at MDI and MDI ka session, uh March May to Chalirawa?
1: March May Chalratha. I think uh, mid-March say uh, everything uh collapsed and Uskebad say it was all online.
0: But uh, MDI is an in-campus program, so how did you deal with students? They must be staying in hostels.
1: Ha, so actually what happened in MDI was that uh, uh, I think the campus was then closed for students. All the students were given, I think, two, ma- two days notice and they were told, go home. And uh, see, the semester had not ended. Normally, Hamara our PGP ka semester ends? End March. Mein, right? But uh, it hadn't ended. So all the students, you know, whatever classes were not held, we just uh, cancelled and they went away. Uske baad say any new terms, which is April onwards, everything was held online. So that's how uh, MDI handled it. And till today, uh, it remains online, entirely online.
0: Okay. And how how was that experience for you? I don't know if you, if before that, have you taken classes online ever? Haan. So
1: as I have, uh, so I will give you two, three parts to the answer. Uh, I have not taken online classes before that. In fact, I used to think they were uh, they would not be effective, but I have found them surprisingly effective. Uh, so in fact, not only classes, but I have been taking a very large number of uh, uh, webinars of different kinds. And I find they're fairly interactive. Uh, we are able to talk to each other. We are able to understand what we are doing. So, I don't really see too much of a problem. I'll tell you where the problem is. Um, you know, a lot of my classes used to be... Uh, see, you have never attended my <laughs> classes, but many of my classes used to be, I games. Tha. So, I would... Uh, in the winter, I would take students out into the sun and I would form groups. And I would... So, sorry, to you are a
0: professor of...
1: I, for my... Experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... Uh, my background is IT. So, I used to teach uh, any courses in IT, IT management and so on. Uh, but, you know, when you teach IT, it is not just IT. It is how to manage IT. It is how to strategize for IT. It is how to deal with customers using IT. So, I used to get students to do role plays. I used to get them to play games. Very often, you know, we used to be, uh, we have an open-air canteen at MDI. Uh, called Sharmaji's which you know Uh, so very often I used to take students there and we used to hold classes of the smaller groups over there that is something I miss also the other thing I miss is that um, um, not only students but also alumni so you know I used to spend a lot of time with alumni even students we used to spend time post classes chai peete the, the, and we used to discuss and learn from each other. Wo band ho gaya. So I think it's become a lot more formal now uh, because we are online. But personally, I don't think effectiveness has gone down. I don't think so. In fact, one huge benefit is I used to travel, you know, one hour each way. Uh, one hour going to MDI from home, one hour coming back. That has stopped. So I've saved a lot of time. But I think it used to be a lot more fun when you could, you know, actually uh, spend time and meet students face-to-face. A lot more fun. So,
0: I would, I, I'm very curious to know, how did you end up becoming a professor? Like, what was the journey?
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, it's a slightly long journey.
0: We have a lot of
1: time. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, passed out of IIT Delhi. Okay. And um, when I did my B.T.E.C., I was very clear. See, I have, my parents have always been uh, slightly academically inclined. Uh, not, uh, I, mean, I don't, my father was uh, in service. My mother was a teacher in school. So I have always had that kind of inclination. So many. us a PhD karli, again from IIT Delhi. And I thought, boss, I will become Because that is what I wanted to do. I wasn't really looking for money. Then suddenly I realized that the professor's salary doesn't have anything else. So then I... did you get PhD? Computer Science. take Electrical Engineering, Ph.D. Computer Science. So then when I was about to finish my Ph.D. in Computer Science, suddenly I realized that this is a bad word because the a professor's salary is very, very low. And uh, I realized uh, in practice uh, I would have to manage a family. I would probably at some stage have kids, have a wife, etc. So then I decided to get into industry. So okay. I have been in the industry for about uh, almost 20 years. But towards the end, I realized that you know, every, uh, every year you have business targets, have to chase. If you meet those business targets, wonderful, they are double next year. If you don't miss, uh, if you don't meet them, your boss fires you. What the hell is this? The other thing which happened, very interesting, is I realized as a manager, because see, I was a manager, I was leading uh, very large teams, teams of 200, 300 people. So I realized that I was basically becoming an administrator uh, and the fun the you know dirtying of hands the actual real work was done by people three four levels below me so i said here it doesn't make sense these guys are having all the fun or uh, I ya sell karta corporates ko, ya man management karta i said this is enough is enough ab so that is where i decided i'll get back into academics so you know that was another interesting um, uh, uh, step. It took me a long time to convince my wife. It took me an even longer time to convince my in-laws. And what, what, what the kind of organizations you
0: were working with?
1: Oh, I worked with only one company. I don't change jobs, so I worked with NIT, NIT Limited, yeah, where a lot of my work was consultancy. A lot of my work was uh, managing the education department, but mostly it was uh, management and man management and sales, right? so uh biwi ko convince karna but finally kar but usse bhi zyada mushkil ko convince karna inlaws uh unka reaction tha damad pagal ho gaya acha wala tha jab beti ki so anyway so find, i was very clear so i became a professor actually to enjoy myself Uh, I was not looking for money. Obviously, anybody who looks for money will not become a professor. Uh, So I wanted to teach. I wanted to spend time with youngsters. I wanted to keep learning. I wanted to write books. Uh, And I wanted to do... Basically, I wanted to get, get back into doing things on my own rather than just managing other people who do those things. So that's why I became a prof and absolutely no regrets. And, this one and I
0: also, I think, I think at some point of time you realize that you want to just live life.
1: Bilkul, absolutely, absolutely. Not
0: be in a rat
1: race. Absolutely, simple, baat hai, bahut simple baat hai. You know, today I think many, many, many people in their late thirties or mid forties or early forties they've decided, bahut ho gaya. Now we want to live life. And I actually moved into uh, as a professor in my mid forties. The other important thing which I have realized very, very uh, it's very very important is, you know, you should not at the age of seventy or the age of eighty look back and say, Yar ye regret. So therefore I think it's very important for anybody to decide what he wants to do in life and make sure he does it. Of course, BV B V has to agree. <laughs> oh, very <important> so,
0: <laughs> wife has to agree to everything for you to live a very happy
1: life. And by the way, I have now retired from MDI. I retired on 30th November. So, today is <laughs> 10 approximately.
0: Wow. So, this is maybe like a retirement backtrack story.
1: Now... <laughs> The interesting thing now is I am far, far, far more busy than I used to be during my MDI days because I have not, see, I've retired from MDI, Uh, but I have, you know, I'm an angel investor and I have spent a lot of time with lead angels. So I'm actually a director at lead angels and a shareholder. So I have joined them uh, as an advisor and I'm spending a hell of a lot of time with lead angels. Uh, with uh, people mentoring them and taking lots and lots of webinars. Maza aata, I keep learning. And I'm a hell of a lot more busy than I used to be. But I'm my own boss. So it's great fun. It's a Now my career is Sir,
0: when you start and wo, if you enjoy what you do... Here. Then that's where it starts. Absolutely. There is no edge to it.
1: So let me tell you, I enjoyed all three phases of my career. My first phase was industry, 19 years, bahut maza aaya. but at the end I said, yeah, a lot. Second phase was MDI, and I spent, I think, about 19 years there. Again, it's a lot. And this phase hai, where I am with lead angels and I'm spending a lot of time with startups, or a fun. So all three phases have been great fun.
0: So, let me uh, get more insights from your second phase. boss? Uh, I am an MBA from MDI. Uh, I have my own views on MBA. Great. But I, now, because you have stepped out of those shoes, right? I would want to know, who, does it make sense to do an MBA? Uh,
1: I would say yes. I would say yes. However, I would also qualify it. It depends on what you want to do in life, right? So, if you want to get into a field of, say, marketing, if you want to get into finance, if you want to get into HR, it is very useful uh, for two reasons. Reason number one is, uh, obviously, there are a lot of inputs you get. So, if you're into marketing, you'll get all kinds of inputs on marketing. If you're into finance, you'll, you know, get inputs on, behavioral finance you'll get inputs on uh, corporate finance etc 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 so you get inputs admittedly b i think the other big thing a very very good thing but i would only say this is true of the good institutes right so good institutes like mdi like the ims like xlri is that you go through those two years doing lots and lots and lots of projects under high pressure right so you'll get a project you'll get assignments you'll do live projects you'll do internships mostly under high pressure under tight deadlines and you learn to become independent you learn to think independently you learn to face problems so assignment case problem nobody tells you what the hell the solution is to figure out and that is how you learn. So, I think the biggest part is not just the inputs you get, but the fact that you're thinking. Uh, and you're solving these problems, you're solving these, uh, you're tackling these situations on a crisis basis, on a I mean war footing. You don't have time. You're not told, boss, right? I think the third important thing, the third good thing, is that you spend in the good institutes you spend a lot of time with very smart uh, classmates right and therefore you learn from each other and obviously as you go through life not only do you learn from each other you build a tremendous network of friends and contacts and those will last you a lifetime right so i think many of these things are very very positive however i will also give you a couple of negatives see there are a lot of people, a lot of students uh, who are inherently not cut out for careers of this kind. You know, careers in finance, careers in marketing, careers in general management. There are a lot of students who are very, very bright, very good programmers. But, you know, the world says, boss, MBA karna, may be karraha bhi karra hai. Chacha keta, yaar, MBA nai kya paagal hai, nahi kya, yaar, Salary milegi. The problem is, in an attempt to match what the world is doing in an attempt to get a higher salary. Uh, People get into something which they are not suited for. So I've seen very bright tech guys, very bright programmers. They would make excellent designers getting into the wrong field and getting stuck in, you know, something like marketing or finance or HR or operations or whatever. I think that's bad. That's very wrong. So I think before getting into an MBA, you have to very clearly decide what your direction in life is. And if the direction requires you to do an MBA, by all means do it. It's a very good thing to do. But if it does not, please don't get into the wrong career. Every person has to decide what he wants to do in life, and only then you decide how do you reach where you want to reach. That is very wrong. For example, if I take my case, I I did my engineering.
0: And Mary Binokri, Infosys, TCS, right? I, I wanted to do an MBA because I had clarity that I didn't do coding. Actually, I didn't coding, testing, code validation. I didn't do So, my motivation was change line because I really sucked in engineering. Right? So, line I So, my motivation was change I very sure that I want to do sales, uh, but one of MBA realizations was that a lot of my peers were treating it as a placement agency, uh.
1: <laughs>
0: not as an education institute, uh, which was very demotivating for me, right? So, MBA in general in India is super competitive, cutthroat, uh, even those two years are very cutthroat. They are not... Like engineering. Engineering is engineering is key is a lifestyle where Malahaya Hum sab peers hain, but we are not competing with each other. Everybody haan. MBA is we are who will get the highest paid job. Right? Even if I don't know if that job is right for me, which is obviously a a maturity thing. 35 40 realize that hain yaar ki agar main job aisa karta to better but if i am a batch of 300 there will only be about 10 people who would think like that 290 will be thinking ki yaar sabse zyada paise kahan milenge let's figure that out so and the other thing which i regret personally because uh, mba i started my own thing well, I had to relearn everything I learned in MBA because I did not have any work. So, as far as I learned the theory and studies, I could not really grasp it at that time or madla, have a greater understanding. It was all theoretical for me. So, as I studied engineering, I started studying MBA. Right? That, I have to pass on. We will come to the exam. Mein so there were only few subjects which i really got deep into because the professor made it super interesting jaise mujhe yaad hai hamare ek marketing professor hote the channwani
1: ha ha correct
0: right? i i had a blast in his class na aur mujhe itna ganda poor score karte the aur main hamesha kehta tha ki sir aap mujhe itna poor score kyu karte ho kare marketing fundamentals when you are in class you market yourself so well right but when you are on paper right my expectation is so high from you and you underperform because written you have improved you so, your, you your overall marketing and my expectation has been. it's such a big lesson for me <laughs> he first exam he gave me a zero or half a mark out of ten
1: Oh,
0: and, and I said ki, sir I have written 7-8 you can't give me half <laughs> 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 that this is below average work from a person I expect so marketing 101 marketing sales and this was a personal one on one discussion after the class ki, sir I will because he and me had a very good, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of teacher-student relationship because I used to interact so much in class with him uh, and uh, in case studies and discussions. So you know, I always thought that I am good at this. And when I got a half mark out of 10, I realized that this to not chalega."
1: <laughs> so you
0: know, those were some very interesting classes, uh, which I was able to get more out of but jaise finance because i was like use why would i use accounting blah 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 by the way i used everything uh, startup to right? at that time i had to i went to internet wikipedia case studies I khud and I had to relearn everything because So my MBA I primarily is network. So MBA network is super strong, right? And have been uh, a very big part of my uh, career so far. Now if I need to talk to anybody in any company, any industry, I I would have that person available from just Two, three calls or whatever. Uh, but
1: you know the one reason for that also is that MDI is a very good institute. That is why they're in good positions and good companies. Yeah, yeah,
0: of course, of course. But because also it's th- treated as a placement agency, right?
1: So
0: so so I have two questions, right? When you're teaching these kids, do you get that sense that uh, you know all of them are treating this as a stepping stone for just a better career? Or are here to learn right that's part one and part two is especially on freshers working versus work x time pe it was almost 70 freshers and 30 work I uh, i don't know how it has changed now but uh, do you think that matters
1: okay so um, firstly the first question uh, and i will give you my frank opinion you said be frank so i'll give you my frank opinion in our class, mein na, I think a lot of students would come there purely because they had to get 70% attendance. And I am not talking of only my class. I am talking of classes in general. There are many students hai, jo attendance only come attendance. Because if you now you will get a great doc or you, know, you will not be allowed to sit for the exam or whatever. Right? So they have to come. There is no choice. Uh, you know, so, they're not really interested in learning. That happens. Yes, that happens, and that's common. But in my opinion, uh, a lot of that is not the student's fault. I think it's a fault of the faculty. In fact, you know, in many of our faculty meetings, we raise this issue, and I've always said this: if a student is in your class, attendance so, if he feels he is getting nothing out of your class, then there is something wrong with your class. If he feels he is getting something, then he will come irrespective of whether he gets attendance or not. right? So, I think a large part of the blame is with the faculty. A large part of the blame. And I think one reason, and again I'll be frank, is a lot of the faculty have zero experience. Right? They basically only teach from books. So there are faculty members like you mentioned Chandwani, you mentioned there are other people also at MDI who have experience. Either they've worked in industry or they have been consultants. And therefore they are actually coming to you live. Ki boss, I have faced Now, how do you solve it? Right. Rather than Harvard case study. Mein ye bola, batao kya karna hai? Right. So I think that is one fundamental difference. Unfortunately, see, in an, in a, engineering college you can pick up from a textbook and teach there is no problem right but in management you have to teach from experience there is no option so i think that is one fundamental problem where it is the faculty's uh, fault number one number two yes even after this even if the faculty is interesting there will be some guys who are not interested wo nahi ayenge, whatever, whatever, whatever. but i think there are enough students there are enough students who will come and they would uh, they would want to learn. They would actually participate. In fact, very often in my classes, I would normally have one session. So let's say in a class of ten, uh, ten sessions, I would have one session where I would not take attendance. I would say, boss, this topic jo hai, jisko interest है interest There you find out who the really interested guys are right? So, I would say there are some who are interested, there are some who are not. However, I also want to say one more thing. And again, I'll say it very frankly. See, we have taught uh, executive MBA students, which is uh, the one-year NMP and, you know, the three-year part-time evening course. And we have also taught the full-time course, which is the two-year program. We have found that the level of seriousness in learning in the executive MBA program is much much higher, much much higher than in the full time PGP program. And one statement which I am very fond of using, and I'm I'm sure your uh, your audience will not like it, but I will say it. Um, you know, the executive MBA wale hai na, So let's take the one year guys. They have taken a break from service. Oh, छः साल पाँच you know, they have taken a break. They have families, they have a wife, they have a husband, they have kids. They can't afford to take a break, but they've taken a break to further their career. They are very desperate to learn. Jo part-time unki, right? Many of them are sales guys, many of them are working very, very hard long hours. At the end they come, they are fagged out, they're tired. The reason why they come is they want to learn, they want to further their career. But so, PGP, a lot of them, you are absolutely right, they basically come there, haji, admission milge, job guaranteed hai. kya karna, ash karing Kya ash karing right? Unfortunately, that is the attitude of many of them. Not all of them, many of them. But fortunately, there are still many of them who are very keen to learn. In fact, I would say a lot of them used to keep coming to me and say, look, sir, you are involved in so many startups see i am an angel investor so you are involved in so many startups can you get us live projects in those startups we want to learn to so class chai but live project because they find it is very good learning so i think it's a mixture there are some guys some students who are uh, keen there are some guys who the day they get admission into mdi or iim or one of these places they basically retire they say Yar, Jitne, jo bhi he, humko to get a job, you do So, yes, that happens. So I would say uh in the PGP classes, you know, the uh, regular MBA classes, actually the WorkEx was not really relevant. So I would say it's about 60-40. So 60% uh, would be people with WorkEx, but almost all of them, I would say 90% of them have coming from a programming coding testing background right so there is no you know you've never handled people you've never been in sales you've never been in customer contact uh, you've just been writing code or you've been testing right so i would not call that relevant work I would not call that work x which helps in an mba so i would say personally if you look at uh, these guys they are all um, uh, effectively freshers from our point of view huh if you look at the executive MBA guys, those are guys with workex, right? Three years, four years, five years, six, But again, I would say the fact that they have workex, I don't think helps. I think what helps is a the basic intelligence, basic curiosity, basic need to participate, basic need to learn. Whether you're a fresher, whether you're uh, uh, you know a guy with workex, ultimately it doesn't matter. What matters is to seekhananachat to participate Karna chato to involvenacha. that is what matters
0: okay that, this is very interesting, and I think especially for somebody who is planning to get into an MBA, are, what is the right objective of doing an MBA Kyuki, for example, marry organization me. there are a lot of lot of grads right who are in manager positions and uh, we discuss and they say Ki or MBA Karna. Hai. And I say, and I always question them. Why do you MBA? Kyu karna right? You are already at a role which ideally an MBA should be doing it. You are kicking ass. Right? What will you gain out of an MBA, which will help you enhance your career?
1: No, no. So I will tell you. I'll tell you. I'll give you a couple of answers to that. Right? Once you join a job, so firstly, when joining a job, you're the, getting the job itself depends on your past so yes an MBA will definitely have a higher chance of getting a job or a better salary and a better position in a good company compared to a pure graduate I accept that once you are in uh, if it is in a company uh, so let me let me separate out most companies they will reward you, reward matlab, growth responsibilities, money, everything will be dependent on your performance, not on your qualifications, right? Because your qualifications have given you an entry. That's it. After that, qualification You will learn on the job and you will uh, progress. I have seen a lot of people. In fact, personally, you ask me, I was in NIT and uh, I remember there were uh, four guys who joined our, uh, our organization in one particular year uh, in my team. One from I am Ahmedabad, one from I am Bangalore, one from I am Calcutta, and the fourth guy was some, I think, engineer from some vague engineering college. At the end of six months, these were management trainees or so that category. At the end of six months, I had to sack the I am Ahmedabad guy, the I am Bangalore guy, the I am Cal guy because they were not performing, and the fourth guy was doing brilliantly. Usko promote karte So, in a job, yes. It doesn't matter what your past qualification is. But there are some organizations which are very MBA, uh, what is the right word, MBA-friendly, MBA-driven. If boss MBA, promote yeah, That is one part. I'll tell you where the problem comes in. When you change job change See, if you're in a job, no issues. You will learn on the job, no problem. When you change your job, your resume will placement to a placement consultant placement consultant dusri company ko resume dega us company ke paas 400 resume Who wo kaise shortlist karega he is no way to figure out which is a good guy which is a bad guy so what the hr does is a church, mba mba oh mdi wonderful Achha-chha, iit wonderful oh average college chodo 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 they just get weeded out so when changing a job uh, a great qualification helps and that is one huge uh, so i would say Every time you want to take up a job, uh, whether it's your first job or your second job or your third job, that is where this helps. But at a senior enough level, there it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, it is your performance that matters.
0: And, and to, to my listeners, like her company. <laughs> For example, uh, I I have a run rate of doing at least one interview per day. We have Lot of loads of open position and I rarely go to the education section Madhav,
1: I don't even reach there Madhav... No, but Nakul, so issue is, you are doing it personally What happens in big companies? Hai? HR is shortlist karta hai. and it is not only the, it is not just the HR uh, you know, manager it is some junior person in HR who sees MBA, MBA, MBA hai, why should I consider the others that is the problem
0: so, for example my have the CV CVs aate lekin uh, i don't know i will let me check with my hr as well <laughs> <laughs> ki woh kya college bakal shortlisting karta college. Yeah, yeah, I i not samene a mandate nahi de rakha but I'm, yeah that's a good point let me let me check but uh, very interesting uh, ki matlab kis level pe shortlisting ho rahi hai and then what are they looking at For example, I I look at what is the experience they have and is that experience relevant to how they can contribute to my organization? And will this person get a learning opportunity in my organization also? And and can uh, I learn from them? So it, it has to work both
1: ways. If it doesn't work both ways, it will never work out. Wonderful. I'll just add one thing to that, Nakul. Uh, I agree 100% with you. I have also done a huge amount of recruitment when I was in the industry. The one thing that we look at over and above all this is we want hungry people. We want people who are hungry to do something, to perform, to achieve something. We don't mind you leaving at five. That's not a problem. But do you? You know a guy who's come to prove something in life hungry guys and incidentally one very interesting thing I found is underqualified people are usually more hungry than the qualified people because they want to prove something
0: um, love, i I think the more the grounded as person uh, the more they want to say ki, yaar, it doesn't matter where I come from
1: Bill cool. I very have to cool. achieve. you know I'll give you an example. My colleague, hota tha. He, his uh, father used to run a Choti si kirana shop. Choti si kirana shop, chani chok me. Oh, ang rezi bini bol sakta tha. But he was so desperate to prove himself. We have to say, I chance a chance. Oh, yeah, Sara din sari raad menat karta tha. And he was a star performer. And I found a lot of people like this. So I look for guys like this. It is not easy to find them. Uh, they will not your HR will not be able to shortlist these guys you have to do it personally but if you find these jewels they will really do a great job
0: coming back to COVID now that uh, the classes have gone online uh, do you think they are going to come back offline as rigorously as it was earlier when this whole COVID thing is over, everyone has vaccine, is lost, there is no...
1: Or do you think there is going to be a mixed match? my uh, uh, the existing courses uh, will continue the way they are. Where way they are means the way they were before COVID. There is a simple reason because, like I kept telling you, the interactivity, personal, face-to-face interactivity, between faculty and student, between student and student, because I think the maximum learning is peer-to-peer. Wo miss ho hai, right? So, I think that will definitely happen. But what will also happen is, there will be a parallel stream of programs coming up. Now, I'm not saying there will be MBA programs. There could be any programs where either it will be a mix and match or it may even be pure online because people have realized that online can be able to learn. So, I think it will And you know, the biggest advantage of online, huge advantage that online has is आपका your faculty or your session will be. So, you know, when I used to call in guest faculty, it had to be guys who were based in Gurgaon or at the most Delhi. Now I can get in anybody from anywhere. If master a master in Chennai, mein hai, ya why Chennai? San Francisco, mein bata, I can get him in. So, that's a huge benefit. So, I think it will But, Conventional programs will probably continue because of the level of interactivity that you can have face-to-face.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, both sides on the table will get more comfortable with the online version. Of the
1: Plus, yeah, remember one more thing. One of the biggest benefits of doing an MBA is that a couple. If you don't face, where will couple What are you talking about? No, no, you
0: can't interact. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I would count that as a disadvantage. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <yeah>. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is there is this uh, there is this uh, Christian Medical College in Ludhiana and Velour. changed. CMC is now called Couple Making College.
0: <laughs> so tell me. Uh, I, and what tool do you use for
1: uh, the classes? See, personally, log, I use Zoom. I just use Zoom, that's all. Uh, um, and I find it quite effective among all the others. I have also tried Google Meets. I have also tried uh, uh, WebEx. But I find Zoom the most easy to use. And that's all I use.
0: Okay. And did you, initially, did you face any technical
1: problems? AIR, no, no AIR. not at all. Absolutely none. None. None at all. But maybe the reason for that also is that I have a technical background. Although I have not been teaching tech for the last many years, I have a tech background and therefore uh no issue. Nahi hua, koi, I didn't have a
0: problem. And, and as a group of professors, do you discuss care by what we online classes? What are we Were there a lot of
1: frustrations? Uh, oh, so that's right. right. Aisa hai, hota hai. So I remember in MDI, we had had... Um, um, uh, we had had a series of emails where people used to discuss their experiences, their pluses and minuses. But, you know, it was again the same problem. Uh, we These things are normally discussed face-to-face. To go to email, pe ja karna, you have to take time out and say, thikhe, ab ispe email What do we do? normally, tea time, 11.30, we used to meet together. These issues were debated there. Lunch we used to have in the dining hall in MDI and many faculty members were there. We used to debate these issues there. That is that is missed. So, you know, this informal interaction, that is where we would normally have discussed things like this. Wo ho so, which is why I think even amongst the faculty, the interactivity level has gone down dramatically. That is why I say this level of face-to-face meeting interactivity is very much required. It's very, online bhi But face-to-face interactivity is extremely important. So when
0: we were discussing earlier, you said uh, one of the key reasons you moved from the industry to become a professor was also you wanted to write books, right? I know recently you have written this book, uh, which also has some amount of cashify in it. But uh, I I want to understand the motivation. How do you go about writing a book? Because maybe Sabka aspiration to write a book, but it's such a hard job right? to sit down, collect yourself, take time out. Uh, for example, my dad. My dad has been going on for the last 10 years that he wants to write a book. Oh, <laughs> And every year he comes up with a new. So sometimes he is writing fiction, sometimes he is writing theoretical papers, sometimes he is writing. But he doesn't move. up uh, love. never gone beyond five pages. Anything. Right? Because it's just a lot of discipline. Right? you say that I write two or something like that. Right? And then you write a broader one, then you write a detailed one, then you do editing, blah blah blah. How do you how do you
1: go about what is the process? So, there is no process. So, I must tell you, I write a book. I write books. So I've written four books so far. And I've written a lot of articles also which have uh, on various topics in business. Uh, I write books because I find it fun to write. Okay. I find it fun to interact with people and I like to keep cracking jokes and uh, you may have seen that whenever I've spoken to you. time. Uh, right? I find it fun to teach. I find it fun to simplify complex topics. Right? So my classes are normally very simple. Uh, in fact, some students have said, Sir, this is very easy, very low level. it's okay. But to summarize, so I like to do that. I like to explain things and uh, I like uh, communicating, whether it is verbal or written. Because I like doing this, I write books. If I did not like doing this, then writing a book would become a, a job which I have to do. Ye kitab I would not do it. Why the hell would I do it? So I have to I right? And... I also, therefore, write the kinds of books that I like to write. So, I have four books, all of them have been the professional kind. So, the current book, which I have written just now, is about, uh, it's called Funding Your Startup and Other Nightmares. So, Penguin has published it. And um, so, it's about how startups can become successful and um, how they can learn from other startups, who are successes and others who are failures, right? So broadly, that is it. who many, you know, I have spent about six, seven years as an angel investor. And I have I have spent enough time in working with startups, mentoring them, investing in them, losing money, making some money. So I've picked up all that and put them into my book. Mujhe bahut maza mein, right? And therefore, there is no process. Matlab, mere time 2 11 I remember एक बार मैं मैंने कहां लिखी किताब, At least दो चैप्टर। I had a project uh, in Egypt and I was in Cairo. और cairo हमारा जो होटल that was uh, uh, exactly on the Nile, on the Nile river. और मैं हमारा रूम room uh, on the thirteenth floor of that hotel. और बैलकनी में बैठके मैं मेरे हाथ में uh, मेरी टेबल होता था। और मैं नीचे देखता था, bang under me was the Nile flowing। इतना बढ़िया environment था और बड़ा मजा लिखने में। और मैंने दो वहाँ मैं So you know, नकुल, I think writing books or articles or whatever, it has to be fun, it has to be something you like doing. If it is something you have to force yourself to do के बिना discipline होना है, वो नहीं होगा। पहली बात नहीं होगा और दूसरा अगर if it is fun to write it will be fun to read a lot of people you know as professors publisher so i get guys from pearson prentice hall uh, etc etc uh you know sir please you've already written these two three books please write a textbook for me i tell them bluntly because textbook by definition are boring they are big exercises exercises the textbook, which is fun to read, koi professor prescribe ni karega. Why the hell would I write a textbook? I'm so I write books basically because I find it fun. Right? So just to just to add to that, uh, you know, right now I'm writing two books in parallel. And neither of them is on uh, any professional topic. One of them, see, I I'm from the hills, I'm from Himachal, right? And I spent a lot of my time, my childhood in shimla and Solon. so i have i i am writing a book which is almost complete on the funny side of life in a small town in the hills right oh, self publish right then there is one more book i am writing about life in iit hostels again humorous short stories right so, I mean, whatever you like, you don't define the process You have to discipline yourself. You have to come. I think, and if you don't like doing a thing, don't do it. Why, do do? why the hell are you wasting your life? So I enjoy doing it and I keep doing it. That's why. Hmm.
0: I think, and now I can relate a little bit. It's same like podcasting for me. Ah. I, 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 a lot of people ask me, why time is uh, Because it's time consuming. And uh, and ka, yaar, the the conversation I have with uh, different people is so mind-bogglingly good. And I learn so much. Ki, matlab, I'm not really sure I do it for the audience. Matlab, koi hai nahi. I don't really care. But I get so much out of it. Ki maya, I really enjoy doing it. For example, if you and me were meeting for coffee, we would have not gone through all these topics, right? We would have either some of our window or we are talking about some other
1: topic. I am interview uh, you for my next book. Or we are talking about
0: startups. Ki baad hai, baad kar roote, right? These so, startups are angel investment. Like, which are common topics, but we would not really be discussing about MBA. Uh, and then this gives me an opportunity to also be out of my comfort zone. Why should I only be limited to those topics, which I already know? I explore new topics. And how do I learn more? So again, it comes from how do you learn
1: more? So boss, I'll just give you, I'll just add one thing to this, to what you're saying. Um... न, न, I think my total royalty will not be more than in the last 20 years. 70, 80,000. That's all. Uh, although this one, hopefully, I should be getting more because this has done very well in the market. So, many people have a textbook. I mean, example example, you know, in MDI, so there is an MIS course, which 240 students take. If prescribe are prescribed, every year you're selling 240 copies in mdi right? and you can make phenomenal royalty people make lakhs right? but mujhe usme maza nahi aata maza aata hai ki achhi cheez likhne mein aur student puri raat example it's a very it's a it's a great uh, story which i must share with you but he had passed out of MDI some 4-5 or years ago and he had a copy of my book so he had read it he was going to train so you have this 2-tyre uh, uh, or 3-tyre AC uh, where you have one berth, and opposite that there is one more berth. so you have either 4 or 6 people sitting so he says and my first book was the nuts and bolts of e-commerce right? again a very funny book Funny book on the basics of e-commerce. So this guy uh, he sent me an email. He described what happened. He says Mere so, I said, so, suddenly I realized तो so, email I found him reading this book and laughing repeatedly. और मैंने I, I mean this is what I really wanted for people to read it and enjoy it because I enjoy writing it. I don't want to make money. Ha, I will not say no, but that was not my purpose. So I think it's been great fun and I will continue to write. So like I said, I have already got some of the next three, four books uh, chalked out. I am
0: looking forward to reading that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, for example, I would love to read Life in the Hill. sounds very interesting. Another aspect of book writing I wanted to understand was, uh I was talking to a writer and he said that true art of writing only comes if you're writing on a typewriter. Because it's non-distracting and uh, you should not write on a system, on a laptop or an iPad.
1: Uh, I don't agree with him at all. So I have, by the way, I have used a typewriter, uh, which is my, my typing speed is reasonable, not steno level, but it's reasonable. Um, so I don't agree. The simple reason is that very often you have only vague thoughts. Okay. And you put them down. Then you have the outline of the story. You have the outline of a chapter, outline of what you're going to say. But the final version doesn't Then... You look at it again after 10, 15, 20 days. Modify very often I go through two, three rounds of modification. Right? So initially I just put down what I want to say. Sometimes it flows perfectly, sometimes it doesn't. Kabi mood nahi hota. So sometimes I just put down facts. So I think father. My mother, by the way, is a very prolific writer. She's written about a hundred plus books. So they say. Uh, my father used to say, the secret of writing is rewriting. Because when you've written it, 15 days later, you read it and you don't like it. Then you know the next version is going to be better. Or when I read the book, the final print, I also yeah, that different. So as long as that keeps happening, you have to keep doing it. Uh, so I don't agree with him. It has to be something which has to be rewritten several times. But yes, I do agree with him. It has to be a nice environment. So, you know, if you're sitting in an environment which is very noisy, you know, Bombay's local train, you're there. But shanti can be in your room. Shanti can be on the mountain somewhere. Shanti can be, like I told you, on the 13th floor above the Nile. So, wherever it is. So, uh,
0: about your latest book. Um, it's about Startup, it is about funding, and you have been an angel investor for now a long time.
1: Uh, about seven years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How did angel investing came about for you, and then
1: how did this book came about? Okay, so slightly long story. Uh man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like spending time with students. So once I came into MDI, uh, people, students used to come. We used to sit together, chai pite the. You know, apni open air cafeteria, Sharma GP. And very often these students would come to me and say, Sir, my idea, hai, karna right? And I would say, I would also like I learn a lot from my students, by the way. Right? So, like you, I've learned a hell of a lot from you. I would sit with them, we would debate, he would have some ideas, I would have some ideas, I would give him some thoughts. Bahut tha. Then some of these guys would actually put it into practice. <clears throat> many actually start up start kar diya. And some of these, many of them were alumni. They would come back. We would sit in campus uh, or not in campus, in our house, in CCD or whatever. And then they would say, sir, you have to give me advice, I need money or put money. So that is where I realized that, look, there is very simple thing. I invest in the stock market. थीके? Now, I let's say I buy shares of Reliance Industries or uh, 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 you know HDFC Bank or LNT or whatever. There is no way I can sit across the table with Mukesh Ambani and tell him, a company aise Or you tell me what you're doing, I'll give you advice. Obviously, there's no way I buy the shares and I blindly accept what he's doing. So he makes me money. That is a different issue. But my ultimate purpose is not only to make money, yaar. Zindagi mein So <clears throat> startup mein na, when i'm mentoring students but even more than that when i have put in my 5 lakhs or 10 lakhs wo meri company right game ah, then you know in fact many people say आप, what is your exit strategy i say i don't have an i don't want to exit company i don't like to exit right so whatever bhi exits they have been forcible. So next aadmi aaya to company so i had no choice ya next to uh, so, change
0: whatever
1: exactly cap table has to be uh, you know narrowed down can't be 20 investors I want only the founders so I started angel investing one is of course my students started asking me and two is I realized that I would like to be part of this so I would like to say that merry company hai. my company is doing well I'm involved. Of course, I am not involved in operation, but I am definitely involved in strategizing, in figuring out marketing plans, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that is how it all started. And what uh, uh, right. your first investment? So my first investment, okay, my first investment was with a friend of mine. Uh, the company is called uh, Trivon, uh, but that was before I became an angel investor. Usne ka, paisa maine dal diya. But after that, I did my first investment as an angel investor was a company called uh, My Cute Office. My cute Office, which is basically now into co-working spaces, uh, a very interesting model because unlike WeWork, uh, they are into co-working spaces which are optimized. you know, you'll not have a huge reception, you will not have a TT table, you will not have a football table you, not have table, you will not have bean bags. It will be more compact, but enough space, microwave, hoga, fridge, everything. Hoga, hoga. So, it's like OYO rooms of co-working spaces. And before COVID hit us, he was doing very well. And now once COVID is going out, I suspect people will want optimized spaces and therefore this guy will start doing well again. So, that was my first investment.
0: And how did we get you as an angel investor? What was the journey? How did he reach out to you? Correct.
1: So, he didn't reach out to me. Uh, so, what okay. I did was, uh, I spoke to some friends. Ke boss, ye karna and somebody put me in touch with one of his friends who was running this company. He was the founder and the CEO of a company called Lead Angels, Lead Angel Network. Uh, his name is Sushanto Mitra. I was meeting and said, I to meeting. So, I so I Usi a checkbook that that day and gave me I am a member. And this was about 6 years ago. I am a member and now of course I am also a shareholder. And Sushanto Mitra, by the way, was, uh, is also my co-author in the book. Right? In the book that we have just written. So I do not invest outside Lead Angels. I invest... Um, uh, so people come to Lead Angels, they apply to Lead Angels from, for funding. And where I'm interested, where I think I can be involved, where I think I can learn, those are things I invest in. Not the ones where I think I can make the maximum money, because वो purpose So I'm a very, I'm a very different kind of angel investor. i yes, I would like to make money, but वो मेरा primary purpose Or And by the way, my B V, my wife is not happy with this. I must tell you. And <laughs> listeners I <laughs> I say that very frankly. She says Agar <laughs> आ, न, correct correct. <laughs> so why are you putting it in it? Do
0: you want to do it in Reliance? So you won't fall in it, right? No, you will it. Correct. Tell me one thing. I, I'm sure when you went to Lead Agents, there would be five, six startups who would have pitched to you. What made you give money to my cute office and not others?
1: So, uh, so two, three things. Firstly, okay, so I have decided before COVID, by the way, I had decided I will only invest in companies where I can physically meet them and spend time with them. Okay. Uh, there were startups which <coughs> uh, were based in Hyderabad, Bangalore. I never even touched them. The simple reason hai. my daughter is married and lives in Bombay. I live in Delhi. I had decided I will only invest in Delhi, Gurdgaon, NCR or Bombay-based companies because I keep going to Bombay. I can spend time with them. I want to spend time with them, right I don't want to invest in a company in Hyderabad and then forget about it you Atunejo karna Karle because that's not my purpose. So that was one uh, criteria for shortlisting. Criteria number two was uh, obviously the business model has to be good and we realized that his business see us time in you know, a co-working spaces were not common. We had very very few of them and we realized it was a brilliant solution to the problem of getting office space in cities like Bombay, Delhi, Gurgaon, Bangalore, and so on. So, our idea about idea. Third, I I like the idea of working with this guy because I I realized that he was open to uh, listening. I could learn from him. He could learn from me. So, I realized I could participate a lot in this and which is why I invested. So, there are companies where uh, uh, I find I cannot uh, participate. Those are areas I am not really interested in. I don't invest in them. So, these are my purposes obviously I like to make money, but so far, frankly, I in some of them I have I'm likely to make money, but some of them I've lost money.
0: Okay. And uh, till date, how many angel investments have you made?
1: I have done uh, roughly bara, 12, twelve.
0: And would you would you have R AR is
1: company? Mein mein huh? होता है, definitely होता है। So I would say my co में invest करके बहुत मजा For the simple reason that it was uh, I was I kept meeting him and I had a very big role to play in uh, the company and the direction the company is taking. So all the companies where I have been involved, I have had fun. So there is one very interesting company जो हमारे MDI के students थे, uh, So Chaitanya Jha and Abhinav Imandi work unfortunately has to close down but because one is you know i was actually involved and two is these were my students you know so chai te, coffee te, we used to debate what direction to and i used to learn a lot from these guys so maza aaya, but bana, obviously the company had to close down so i would say i have i have realized that there are two sides to being an angel investor and very interesting one is there are companies where I find I can be involved, uh, and two is companies where I can make money. So the ideal angel investment is one where these two intersect. Or, itne not too much Right. So my experience has been the first few years I invested based on uh, excitement. a very good idea. Wonderful, great guy. not Now I invest i I am involved yes, I look at being involved, but also I take a solid look at the business model. I look take a lot of look at traction idea So I have learned a lot over the years. So today I would say in the last two years my investments will probably get me far more money. but I, like I said that's not my aim that's not my primary aim Ha, I don't want to lose money but uh, my primary aim is here yeah, I want to be involved, I want to learn. And I want to stay young. And I, you know, when I keep spending time with all these youngsters like you, uh, I stay young. Yeah. I don't feel retired. I feel I'm a youngster now.
0: And which uh, which investment has yielded most return for you?
1: So as of now, I have not yet had an exit which has got me uh, good returns. In fact, I've only had four exits of which one has just returned the money And three of them have died. Okay. The others have not got an exit yet. But the last two, and I I can name them. One is a company called Planet Spark. Very good company. They are into uh, online training, online learning for school kids, uh, which is beyond the curriculum. So, they will do things like robotics. They will do things like coding. They will do things like dance, art, painting, Right. So, that is one. And they're doing very well, they're growing rapidly. So that is one. But we exit. Stage pe milega. Uh, the other one is again uh, in the EdTech space. It is called Oki Poki. Uh, which is jo na, bahut chote bacche, till the age of around six. See, the problem is many of these kids cannot speak English because school may or English background. So it is basically trying to target kids in uh, vernacular environments and helping them to learn English. And that is doing brilliantly, especially COVID time because it's doing brilliantly. So these are two which are doing very, very well. But in my exit, I would imagine the exit is about two, three years away, which is okay. I'm fine. I'm learning, I'm having fun.
0: You are a patient investor.
1: Huh? I don't want to exit. (laughs) (laughs) See, but you know, Nakul, you must remember one thing, and this is one piece of advice I give to all. Uh, potential angel investor. Your decide karna hai, aapka total jo corpus hai. Us may percent 1% says 10% says angel investment mein dalna because it's a very high risk thing. A very high risk thing right the rest of it has to be in debt funds, fixed deposits, mutual fund, equity mutual fund, uh, direct shares, whatever, whatever, property maybe right. Aapka, so I am very clear clear jo liquid hai, See, one is property, I have my own house and I have one more. The liquid, hai, se bhi 5% se zyada cross uh, because that is my play money. I call that my play money and my wife and I have an understanding that this 5% cross. this So, by the way, I must tell you and incidentally, I must tell you ke, uh, when a company dies, right, I have to write it off my 5% so immediately can, I can invest in one more
0: <laughs> this, this, this is a loophole you are exploiting Bilkul, but <laughs> in
1: any stage I won't go 5% because that's two risks
0: I have not even invested in one company ah,
1: see rich guys Deep Kalra ko dekho, I mean, uh, Sanjeev Bhikchandani, wo bhi yaar 10% se oopar nahi because bhoot risky cheese. angel level. Ah, Later on VC level ho sakta hai because by then the business is more proven. But angel level pe toh bhoot high risk hai.
0: So, my last two questions for you. If there is a startup listening and he wants to approach you, he or she wants to approach you for funding, how does he go about it? How he or she go about it?
1: So there are two, three options. One is uh, <clears throat> lead angels go to their website and uh, there you can apply. Uh, the other option is you can give him my email ID. He can approach me. My email ID is, uh, so my official email ID will not be valid anymore because I've retired from uh, MDA. So my personal email ID is D H R U V N for Nath55 five, five, at gmail.com. Or you can go to, I mean, catch me on LinkedIn and send me a message. I must also tell you that a lot of founders don't realize that their uh, company is not fundable right now. You know, about per month, about 100 or 150 people approach us and we are able to shortlist only 3 or 4. Because many people, they have bright ideas or they don't have an entry barrier, traction will nahi hua to too much competition, very crowded space. So, log ye na nahin, realize nahi So, what I have started doing is something very interesting, and for that again, these guys can contact me either on LinkedIn or on my uh, email ID.
0: Or, or they can buy your book also, because I think there are a lot of lessons in the book. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, wo toh, I'll be very grateful, and whatever royalty I get, I am willing to treat them because I am not doing it for royalty. So, no, so uh,
0: whatever royalty you get, you have to promise that you will invest back. In
1: startups, oh, Bilkul Boss, not just invest back. My star- see, I spend a lot of time mentoring startups. If I go to Covid, I spend a lot of money in CCD, I spend a lot of money in CCD, so my wife tells me what I can do. Advice will be free, and coffee, bhi, burger, bhi, sab, cake will be free. But I like doing that, so I'm very happy to invest all my royalty in that. Maza aata. And if it can, if the other guy can learn and I learn in the process, wonderful. So I have started one thing. It is a very interactive webinar which I call How Fundable Is Your Startup? Right. And that is normally about two hours long. Usme, I give some general gyan about my experiences. And then I try and analyze each of the startups which has come uh, to the webinar. So I spend about 10 12 minutes with each of them. And I give them advice, frank advice. I think this is the direction you should take. This is the direction you should not take. From there, I shortlist those guys which are worth taking up for funding, maybe immediately or maybe in two, three months. Right. So these guys, in addition to buying the book, are welcome to join me in that uh, webinar. In fact, now what we are planning to do is we may price that webinar at more or less the price of the book. So you get a free webinar and within that you get the book. Wo bhi, um, koshish kar rahe
0: this is a good go-to-market strategy.
1: I was not but I would like more and more people to be aware. Because I've realized so many founders have no clue what to do. So, it's good to And in the process, I'll treat
0: Thank you, Professor Dhruv, for uh, this lovely talk. I think uh, I have learned a lot, uh, especially on MBAs and also uh, how do you look at angel investing. Uh, I did another episode with uh, uh, Vivek Khare, who is also an angel investor uh, and was with Nokri, so uh, he was Sanjeev's uh, right-hand man for a okay, long time. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and there are a lot of tips for angel investor in that as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, if any of the listeners are more interested in angel investment, so they should also look, listen to that. But uh, thank you for your time and uh, loved it and catch you soon.
1: Thanks, boss. Thank you. Always good fun talking to you and I always learn from you.
0: So, guys, Upgrade what happened? You were listening to Upgrade with Nakul, a production of the 14.15. Don't forget to like and subscribe.